Hey guys. guys, welcome back to Millennial Madness. It's me, Shannon, and me, Tatiana, and we're back. And we're back again. again. <laughs> and I'm we gonna apologize like, in advance. My voice is gone. Yeah. So I was gonna say we should like I'm back. Like we should just like record that so we don't have to keep saying doing that every time. And we learned how to do that last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyway, um, today we are going to basically just dive right in with everything that's going on i know last episode i know it's been a while um we kind of talked about coronavirus again mm-hmm. um we, we kind of talked about a lot of things a lot of things <laughs> i don't think we had gotten we, well we weren't in protest uh situations then no we, but we were talking we, about we were, america and we were talking about race i remember yeah. that um and that was after that was once social media started going in on i don't really know how to pronounce his name Ahmed mm-hmm. after Ahmed died and um social media started trying to get the people who killed him arrested and after so that's kind of what we were talking about and then I think we just started getting into race in America and being black in America and today we're back about the same about thing. the same thing but more in depth yeah um, and that depth. should be an issue like that's a problem that is a problem that is a problem but so I kind of wanted to start off of like how are we feeling Truthfully and honestly raw, like, how are we feeling? Um, to be honest, I feel like... I think I might get emotional. I don't know why I do this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm living in a movie that I didn't... Like, I didn't... Right? A little bit. I'm living in a movie that I just, like, got casted in. Yeah. You know? Like, they didn't even tell you what the movie was about. No. They didn't tell you what role you were playing. No. They like, just the role, it. And my role was a black girl. Mm-hmm. Because I had no choice. Mm-hmm. And a black girl in America. Because yeah. she had no choice. I had no choice. Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be... I don't want my role to be any different than what it is. I just want the situations to be different. But that's just how I feel. Like, I don't really necessarily know how to put it into words. Mm -hmm. uh, Like, really? Because I think I'm just very... Like... A lot of emotions. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. I didn't really know how to address my feelings until yesterday. So... When everything started, like, happening and getting very... I mean, it's always been serious, but when it started getting very frontline and very serious, like, today, now, us, our generation at 23... Um, I'm 22. 22, 23. <laughs> I was, like... Obviously, you know, me and Tati were advocates, so we, we do this work. But I was... It wasn't that I was unbothered. I just wasn't, like, as affected as I am today on Wednesday. I was affected, I was like hurt a lot, but I didn't really know how to address that. So I didn't really know how to address my feelings. And as I went through the weekend, I kept trying to tell myself that I was okay. I kept being like, you're gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. And then Sunday came and when I realized that I'm not okay and things might not be okay, I kind of like started realizing how to address how I was feeling. So then Monday hit and I woke up, I went to sleep, no, Tuesday. So I went to sleep Monday very <laughs> tense. Like, mm-hmm. everything about me was tense. My body was... I didn't do anything. My body was tense. My brain was, like, running a million miles a minute. I wasn't really eating. I wasn't hungry. And I just felt I was in a funk. And I usually when I get my funks, I know what triggers it. And this one, there were so many things that triggered that funk that I was like, I didn't know what else to do. I just cried. I cried myself to sleep on... Uh, Monday and I didn't even go to sleep until like 5 a.m. in the morning so then when I went 
to go on Tuesday when I woke up. I woke up at like 9, 10, and I was like, okay. I was able to address everything how I was feeling. And like the couple emotions that I keep like focusing on is I'm mad. I'm literally angry. I'm sad. I'm terrified. Like I wouldn't even say scared. I'm absolutely terrified. And I'm happy. And I'm ha- and, and people are probably like, why are you happy? I'm happy that I'm... Like, we're doing something. I'm happy that our people are finally, like, getting so sick and tired of everything and, like, doing something. We're not just sitting and being silent anymore, but I'm terrified because there's nothing I can do that can keep me safe. The second I wake up being black, I'm doing something wrong. I was scared going to sleep the other night because I'm, like, I used to be, like, oh, okay, well, I can, I'm safe in my home. I'm safe in my own home, but we're not safe in our own home. I feel like I just can't do anything, and I feel trapped because I can't go anywhere. Anywhere I go, I'm still going to be black, and I'm still going to be hated, and I'm still going to be hunted. And so I just feel trapped. Like, it, it doesn't matter where I go or what I do because at the end of the day, I can't change the color of my skin. And that itself, like, really, it hurts a lot. And... Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much going on. My brain can't handle it. My emotions can't handle it. My heart can't handle it. And, like, I'm bothered. Like, if bothered. It, it bothered. Like, bothered. bothered AF. <laughs> that is literally me. And I don't know. It makes me really, like, anxious. Anxious. I've been My very anxious. My anxiety has been on a 10. Like, I've been very anxious. I've been, I don't know. Um, so today I went for a jog for the first time, like, ever. I'm proud of I'm so proud of it. <laughs> If you know me, then you know it's big. <laughs> and um, I went by myself, and it was around my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. My neighborhoods, I have lived in a pretty, like, cool Good neighborhood. neighborhood yeah. But as I was, like, coming off my street, all I had was thoughts in my head, like... This could be it. What if, like... This could be it. Yeah, like, and that is insane that, that are, those are my thoughts. Those have to be my thoughts. You can't, you can't be comfortable in a place that you live, you own. You can't be you comfortable. You cannot. And, and the fact that I was thinking that really frightened me, because I'm like, this is real this is life this, this is, is real life i seen a cop it was it, like um i was going down like the it had to be like three blocks away and i seen mm-hmm. a cop car and i literally like like froze, like, like, like i froze yeah. for a second and i was like no keep going like you know but it's like these things like this is real like this is really happening yeah. this is really our lives this is and like i said you couldn't have you know you 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 see things um from media from you know back in the day you know um mm-hmm. rodney king protest but yesterday i seen um that all 50 states did a protest okay. yeah. and something like that is big something that like that is revolutionary it's and it's just like i didn't think i'd be alive to see, any to of see this. this no and i never thought that racism you know wasn't a thing mm-hmm. you know um but i like i said i didn't think it was it would get to this point yeah yeah, I hear you. I always say that racism is never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, there's no law. There's nothing that we can do to change racism. That's thick, That's that's just it. That's them. And America was built on racism. So there's no way to wipe that out. But like Tati was saying, I never thought I'd see the day that I'd... I read in history books yeah. and saw pictures and watched movies of this happening. And I'm like, oh, dang, that's crazy. Like, those people are so brave. Oh, I can't believe they have to do that. Fast forward 2020, we're doing the same exact thing. The same exact thing. Like, And it's like, it's traumatizing. It's, it's trauma. And it's, it's built in trauma. It's trauma. The other day, I read something that was like, stress is passed down in DNA. Mm-hmm. And I broke down because I was like, wow, you know what? 
black people have never gotten a break we've never Mm-mm. gotten a break like from when we got stolen to today 2020 we never had a break none of us are ever going to experience like what it's like to be 100% healed and 100% free our children's children aren't going to feel that because our stress is going to pass down into their DNA and, and it's going to keep going down the stress that we have is from our ancestors our ancestors stress is from their ancestors so it, it, we've never had a time of like like a oh, we we've never like we've never had that moment and we're going to continuously feel like this and like I just broke down because I was like one of the things I've been thinking about lately is like if you know me I've always said I wanted to start a family but one of my biggest fears now is starting a family because when I like came to the realization that I wanted to start a family like a couple years ago I didn't see today happening so now that today's happening for the past couple of months maybe even year maybe like a like a year months month no maybe like a year Maybe like nine months. months. Some, some it's been so I started being like, I started contemplating. Okay, like I started weighing pros and cons of, mm-hmm. of having a family. Okay, I'm gonna have a kid. My kid can't run away from being black. I know my kid's gonna be black. There's not enough whitewashing I can do to not have a black kid. And then I was like, okay, there can be two things that can happen. My kid can die or my kid cannot die. My kid can die because of multiple things, but my kid can be taken away from a, someone in America, a racist, a cop, whatever the situation. My kid can take their own life because they can't handle the stress that was passed down to them. So I'm like, do I really want to bring somebody in the world and, and put that, I can't take that baggage away from them. It's inevitable. They're never not going to have that. the stress and, and the anxiety that we have, that we all have to go through and that PTSD post-traumatic slave disorder that we all have to deal with they're never not going to have that so I've been thinking like recently like do I even want to set myself up for that because one I don't want to hurt them and two I don't want to hurt myself like I don't think there's anything that we can do to prevent like our future kids and future family to be 100% okay because like I said, we're not safe in our own skin. The, all we gotta do next is just peel our skin off, but we can't do that. It's gonna grow back black. Yeah. We can't escape being black. So like, that has been my biggest, like one of the, amongst a lot Fears. of things. Yeah, it's like, do I really wanna risk bringing a black child into this world? Or maybe I should move, but it's like, okay, I move where? To Canada? <laughs> I move where? To Africa? Everywhere I go, people are gonna hate that I'm black and hate that my kids are black. And I don't know if I want them to go through that. But then I'm like, you know what? Your kid They're gonna could be change so the world. Yeah, yeah, like you know, your kid could. But it's so sad that we things. even have to like go through those pros and cons. Those, like, because I'm I know. sitting here at 23, yes. like, okay, is a family important? Yes, I want to have a legacy, but do I want to? Do I want to do that to them? No. So like, I shouldn't have to think about that. White people don't. No, they don't. White people like. So that we should, like you know. I was telling my coworker yesterday when I was coming home. He's black. It was me. A black coworker and a white coworker were all clocked out at the same time. And I said to my black coworker, I'm like, be safe. He's like, doing what? I said, being black. So my white coworker rolls his window down. And he's like, uh, that hit. I'm like, yeah, it did. He's like, uh, I'll be safe too. I said, I know you'll be fine. I said, you're going to be fine. I said, but him, I don't know. I, I could not see him when I come back to work. Why? Because he's black. And my coworker just rolls the window up and was like, wow, guys, be safe. Like, he knows he's going to get home fine. He knows he can be drunk and speed and still get home fine. I can drive the speed limit. I can just breathe and I won't be fine. Like, it's 
it's ridiculous. It's scary. That's why I said I'm terrified. And my anxiety is like forever on a 10 because I feel like I'm trapped with nowhere to go. Like, and then if we add on coronavirus to that, we're really trapped. And then we're black in America. That's like a double trap. Like, what do I do? How am I supposed to handle all of this? It's a, I don't even, like, I'm, I don't, I really don't have words to really put, put out mm-hmm. any emotions. I've just been crying a lot. Like, I just, I think I've been very, like, internally, like, within myself, I've been really, like, just in my head. Mm. Like, I've just been in my head a lot. You know, I have a black brother. I have a black father. I have black cousins. Mm-hmm. I, you know, one day I want to have like a family. You know, it's like it's just a lot of things to put into play because you don't know. Yeah, because no, you know, and that's the thing. Way. That's the fear of not knowing. Like the fear of just waking up and going to the grocery store and not going back home, not because you did anything wrong. Am I next? Because not because I'm black. you. Not yeah. because you know, like not because you did. You couldn't like. Not you could do you nothing, nothing wrong. It's but just because you were put on this earth a different complexion, that in people's eyes validates whether you should be here or not. It angers me, like because to us obviously we're like, what? Like, why? And I like, like what I appreciate is even though this is happening, that we are more educated. When I say like per- personally, me like I I know you guys probably read your stuff and stuff like that, but to have people around you who are educated, who are going out and doing stuff, who are signing petitions, who are doing protests, who are, I appreciate that because mm-hmm. it's like, Neither. I like seeing that, although this is happening, like we had mentioned earlier, like so many people are involved, you know, mm-hmm. you see so many black people who are involved, mm. but it's just, I don't know. I really don't know. It's a lot to take in. And I, I can only imagine how it is for people younger than us because if we're this old and we're confused, Imagine your little brother. Like, how confused is he? I know my little brother was telling my mom that, and this broke my heart. Um, he doesn't like to read or do write, write or do schoolwork, anything. <laughs> but he, it's inevitable for him to, like, not see what's going on. He has TikTok. He, has, he uses social media because that's what the new kids do. So he sees everything, and he, like, doesn't really understand why. Like, he can read little things like black lives and he could try to put together matter. Mm-hmm. But so he's everything with him. It's like, why, 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 why? And we're trying to explain to him, okay, they don't like you because of the color of your skin. And he's like, why? Like, who would do that? That's so stupid. Why don't, right. I didn't choose the color of my skin. I just came out like this. And he doesn't get it. And the other day he was telling um, me and my mom, like I said, he doesn't like to read or write. Um, he hates school. He was, <laughs> he was talking to Siri, telling Siri how to teach him how to say words, spell words. And we're like, what are you doing? He's like... I'm practicing just in case we won't be able to talk to each other and we have to be secret and we have to pass letters. And my mom's like, what? And he, in his mind, he thinks it can happen, though. He thinks that a big war, something bad's going to happen to the point that we have to be silent. So the only way he's going to be able to communicate with his mom and his sisters is, like, by sneaking letters and, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, why the heck are you seven and that is your reality, that you have to think that that could happen, so let you prepare your seven-year-old self. Like, why does he have to even do that? And that's more trauma on top of the trauma. On top of the trauma that he already has. has. So he doesn't even know. And that's the thing, like... He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know about the trauma that he already has within himself. Because you don't even learn about that stuff until you get older. And you start realizing. And then you just add trauma that you do know with trauma that's already instilled in you. Like, it's just... A lot. It's like a war within ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're fighting a war within ourselves while America's fighting a war against us. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
we're never gonna win. Like, like I said, if I could stick my hand in my brain and take out all those traumas and take out the war against myself, that's like one thing off my shoulder. Then I'm like, okay, dealing with the racists in America might be a little bit easier, but we have to deal with the trauma from our ancestors and the stress from our ancestors and then the stress of America against us. Like, like I said, it's so trapped. We're trapped within ourselves, like with nowhere to go, absolutely nowhere to go. And it's, it just stresses me out. It's tiring. It's very tiring. It's tiring. And like, it's, you just, I don't know what to do. Um, a couple of Shannon and I both attended separate, um, protests. So I was just gonna ask because I know what did you attend yours at again? Norwalk. How was that one? Um, it was really good. It was it was really 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 peaceful. We marched from so if you're from Connecticut, um, we marched from in Norwalk exit like 14. So I think it was like exit 12 or 11. It was a very long, fast walk though. We were moving. And it was very peaceful. The cops didn't. I was terrified. I thought that they were just gonna tear gas us, shoot us up. So I went. I brought my mom. My mom is forty six. I think. Sorry, mom, if I got that wrong. Uh-huh. But Bye, I was twenty five. <laughs> I was terrified because she's you know she's not old, but like she's little. She's fragile, and I just feel like she. I'm scared somebody was gonna trample her. So I was like in my head like, oh my gosh, what like what am I gonna do? Like the whole time I'm like, mom, hold my hand. All that she loved it. She she was. She was out there doing like the population. Like it was very diverse. It was very, very, very diverse. It was like uh, just it's Norwalk, so you get the people from Stanford, Mm. Greenwich, Westport, Southport, Bridgeport, people from all over coming. So it was really, really diverse. Um, Like I said, the cops were really kind of diverse too, and I think that's why we didn't run into any problems because. They were just chilling. They were, like, standing to the back, to the side, just letting us do our own thing. And nothing got by them. Like, there were... What I loved the most was there were so many kids. Like, That's good. There were so... Kids with parents, kids with grand- babies. Like, and then there were groups of teens themselves. Like, you know they had to be no older than, like, 16. Like, 20 of them. Like, obviously, they're texting each other, like, let's go to this protest. No parents. And that, to me, was very beautiful because I'm like, yes, the babies are aware. Like, they get it. They see it. They get that change needs to happen. And, like, at one point, we were walking through, like, Sono, which is, like, South Norwalk, which is, like, a lot of, like, that's where the white people shop. That's where the white people live. And they were brunching. It was Sunday. So they're so. drinking mimosas <laughs> outside. And we just come, boom, right through. Black Lives Matter. I can't breathe. Like, and everyone's standing up, like, staring at us. And I remember one thing that pissed me off. There was a car driving, a lady in Sono with her daughter, a white lady, a white daughter in the front seat. And it was, they had to stop because we're walking. And they had their heads down. And the daughter went to pick her head up. And the mom, like, signaled her to put her head down. And I'm oh, like, wow. mom, did you see that? My mom's like, yeah, like... A lot of like crazy. white people were turning their kids, like turn their kids away so they wouldn't see. But it was peaceful. It was just like obviously like stuff that is out of our control. Oh, baby, don't look at that. They're protesting for Black Lives. <laughs> That's not safe. God forbid. Um, right? God forbid. <laughs> but it was very great. It was. I think that helped me like realize how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Like being in that air was the vibe was great the energy was amazing the energy was exhausting you can tell that everyone was like mentally drained and exhausted but it was it was good people were crying i was bawling my fucking eyes out i lost my voice this is why i lost my voice it was a great time though like it was i'm so glad i did that and i feel like if you're black and even if you're not and 
you support it. But being black, I think that if you can, you're able-bodied, you should go and you should just do things. Like, be active. Let's not just sit here and just think, oh, it's going to go away. Everyone's going to forget about it. No, that's, that's part of the problem. Lives. This will be this your lives. Life. So if, you're, if you can get up and walk and you can do that, go protest. A mm-hmm. mile or two is not going to kill you. Um, sign those petitions. Uh, read those books. That's another big thing. Is like make sure you're continuously educating yourselves. Like you don't ever want to lose that knowledge. A lot of stuff that we weren't taught. I wasn't taught a lot of things in elementary, middle, or high school about like America and race and race in general. I had to teach that to myself as I started to get older, and I wanted to know more. And I think that that's important. That school we does to- not teach you no. what you school American school. I mean, I don't really. I can only speak for American schools. That's all I've ever attended. Mm-hmm. They only teach you things that they want you to know mm-hmm. so it is your responsibility to teach yourself teach more. yourself more than what especially being black because being yeah. black they're not teaching you your history no they're not teaching you what you need to know they're not teaching you they're not teaching you no- nothing that's no. important they're not teaching you i can't stress that enough so mm-hmm. it's it's very 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 important to go out and educate yourself more than yeah. you have to and that's something that my father instilled in me same when we were, same. when i was really young same um at the end of the day being black america doesn't love you you have to love yourself mm-hmm. you have to be smarter you have to be you know ahead of the game and again read books watch documentaries um about your people um do like do research yeah it's more it's more than what they teach you yeah um and i like i said i can't stress that enough i know shannon's a real big advocate for it too as far as like and I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the ad- advocacy work that we do mm-hmm. as far as um, juvenile justice work. We want young kids, and the fact that you see them at these protests is amazing. We want mm-hmm. them to go and you know grow up and be teachers. We want them to be lawyers. We want them to be judges. Yeah. We want them to you know the way to change the system is to be the system. You know, and we say we. I think we've said that. And so every podcast that we have, every podcast, but we mean it because, like, that is really important. Yeah. You know, um, it, be the change that you want to see. There needs to be you, more black people yeah. in those positions. When I go to a legislative office, I want to be able to look at black people. I want to be look at women that look like me, men that look like you know my brother or my father. Like, I want to be able to, to relate to them because they can relate to me. Mm-hmm. Putting these white people in these positions, they don't know. They don't know any. They don't. They're sitting know. at home watching the news, and also the news. The news is showing you what you want to see. You mm-hmm. can't just go off based off what the news is telling you. You have to dive dive deeper. Um, and that's not like that's just all around the world. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's just super super important to be educated more yeah. than just more than you know, especially being black. Learn your own history. Um, I had went to a protest yeah. and um. If you're from Bridgeport, hey. Um, uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, that's my hometown. And um, it was right downtown. We started at the green and we ended up walking to the police station. And there was a moment that I'm walking up to the green and it's like everyone is walking. Like everyone is like starting to walk and stuff. And I kind of like just, I just stood there for a second. I went with a, um, a good friend of mine and I just stood there for a second. And I just heard like it was just, it was a bunch of black people. Yeah. And they were just chanting. And I was like, am I like I felt it? Like you don't understand. Yeah, it was like, internal. It was feeling. such an in- internal, beautiful yes. feeling that I had, and it just overwhelmed my whole body. And I literally froze there for a second. And there was this, there was like this guy. So like, you know, I started walking, and obviously, and like, but like, you should see me. My my jaws dropped. Like my like I said, I'm just like wow. And this guy, 
um, he's like a photographer, mm-hmm. and he like we make this eye contact, and like I said, I really felt like a way. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. And he looked at me. He's like, "This is beautiful," and I was like, "It is beautiful." Like happened to me in normal. And I was like, "It's the same photographer." That's funny. Was he a young black guy? Black. Did little he have dress? Twi- the, like little short dread dress? Yes. Yes. I love him. Um, yes. And he, uh, like, oh my, we, that's so that's crazy. funny. Like, we had that moment, and I'm telling you, like, I like that really was that it was that was it really made me feel away, like a very mm-hmm. very like powerful way. Um, yeah. We got to the police station, like you said. I it was I seen a lot of it was more um, black, black Hispanics, yeah. um, kids. And, you know, you can see, you could see people were hurt, you know? Yeah. People were yeah. yelling yeah. and, like, really just, they, we want justice. No justice, no peace. It was um, it was It was a good experience, though, and I... It's I, worth it. Yeah, it I, um, it. I can't even think right now. I agree that if you can attend a protest, you definitely should. We'll post some on the page, too, if you're in Connecticut, because yeah. there's some coming up within the next couple of weeks also, um, if you don't know where they are. I'm actually supposed to be attending one this week again in New Haven, which I'm excited Friday? about. Friday, yeah. I think I'm going to go to that too. Um, so I'm excited about. I know it'll be on a larger scale. Yeah. Um, and I'm 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 excited. Yeah, I think I'm, I just saw that this morning, and I don't have anything scheduled for Friday. <laughs> so I think I want to go. I think I just want to keep going. I just want to keep doing things. Like I'm trying to figure out what more like. What more can I do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every petition I come across, I just sign it. Just sign it. And honestly, you should do the same thing because it takes no more it than two, two seconds. It takes two seconds. Literally. You literally write your name, seconds. your last name, your email, and you submit. submit. Like, <laughs> it literally takes two yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's, really, like, it's really easy to do. Yeah, I just, I um, I hope that this doesn't die down at all. I hope no. that us fighting and us. Keep fighting. This is very controversial. I'm going to bring this up. So I keep hearing a lot of people who are against a lot that has to do with the protests like burning stuff and destroying things and to be honest with you guys when i when all this started when people started looting and started doing stuff besides target um um, black wall street goodbye yeah so when it started i was like i hate violence i hate any form of it i was like oh my god no 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 like our people are gonna die and then when my anger filled in I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> Excuse my language, but I was like, burn this bitch down. And I meant it. I meant every little bit of it. And the reason I do that, and I'm, I'm standing on it. I'm standing. She's fuck so- it up. Because they did it to us. They they did yeah. not. They didn't think a second, like, let's let's not burn this plantation down and burn all their houses. Let's not not burn this this house down with them let's not not burn these churches let's not not burn these schools they didn't think about that so for us to be doing it not that, immediately after but years later on do it do it there's there's this line, i mean i seen some quote and it was like um black people have every right to burn down the country they that built they built up. And I, when I seen that, I was like, wow. Yes. Someone. Yes. Who came up How with you, this? We, this? I need that ours. on a shirt. Yeah. I need that on a shirt. <laughs> like, literally, I need it on a and shirt. And then the only thing that's going to happen after that is now they have to build it back. Not us. Then we're burning down the things that we created, the things that we built. Okay, boo-hoo. Build it back. It's, it's, that, it's that easy. It's that simple. The, I don't, I don't want to get into it, but I feel like the issue is like accountability mm-hmm. they don't know how to hold themselves accountable. accountable and now they're terrified they're, because, like they're, i said like 
Black Wall Street when they was going in, setting fire yeah, and all they the black men they didn't, shooting people. They didn't up. hesitate. They didn't hesitate. They, they knew what they were doing. When the KKK was attacking our people, they like knew what going they were in, doing. slaughtering us, they knew what they were doing. When slave masters were killing us because we did one wrong one small thing wrong, they weren't when that guy When they to- stole us and threw <laughs> us in the boat. They knew what they were doing wrong. So I really I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm I just want us to stay safe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm all for it. And it's important to build black businesses, um, support keep black the money businesses. in the keep, yes, keep that dollar in the same circle. Like, keep the money in the black community. Yeah, and don't spend it anywhere else. We're spending it with and these corporations that who are supporting all yeah, this everything shit that we're us. not. Yeah, with. like so. we're we're supporting corporations that wouldn't even look at us and see us needing help and help us. Like they would never reach out to help us. So be smart. Be about, smart about be everything. Smart. Yeah. And that's why, like Tati said earlier, and we said prior multiple times, be those lawyers, be those doctors, so we wouldn't have to go to a white person to be our doctor. I don't have a doctor right now, and that's because I'm not getting a doctor unless I have a black doctor. I don't, I don't want to have a white doctor. You don't know my body. You don't know my struggles. You don't know my history. I want a black doctor. Let's be black lawyers. I don't want to go to a black lawyer. You don't know my struggle. You don't know why I did that. Huh? Sorry, I messed you up. Never mind. What you say? You said, I don't want to go to a black lawyer. Oh, I don't want to go to a white lawyer. I want to go to, you get what I'm saying? So put ourselves in those positions. Let's, let's keep creating these businesses because black people are so smart. Don't ever We've let We've done created everything anyway. Everything. So we miles. We created this entire country. Like, are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? Like, it, we we can do everything. Let's keep creating these businesses. Let's keep being creative. Let's keep being smart. And support one Let's, another. Yes, please. Be, like, support please. one another. We are all we have. We are all we have. If all fails, we don't have anybody else but ourselves. So we have to make sure we're supporting ourselves and lifting each other up and helping each other. If you see a sister or brother in need of help, help us. Help them. That's okay. There's this article. Oh, I can't think of the guy's name, but he was Asian. It was just some Asian guy. And what he was saying was, if you if you ever look at the Asian community, they are very like, they're together. very together. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the article, the guy was just basically saying, like, you know, um, at the end of the day, it, it wasn't like a recent article or whatever, but he was just like, at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm going to help my Asian brother, my Asian sister, before I help somebody who's black, before I help somebody yeah. who's white. Like, Obviously. I'm going to hire them before I hire, like, mm-hmm. somebody out my culture range. I'm going to, like, ask for help before, like, and I think that's important for us to instill in the black community as yeah. well. Um, when you are, you know, when you have a business or it's like a corporation, you should want more black people at your yeah. table. Yeah. You should, like, you know, you should ask help for, yeah. from black people. Um, we need to use ourselves Ourselves. as an advantage you know like we are all created to do amazing things um sometimes it may be harder to find what you're good at but you're good at something keep searching and just help one another out and be connected and be united and like have something to to stand for i can't even i'll be stuttering um i was just thinking like when you said you said something that made me think like um not to justify why we don't but like when we think about we always talk about like our traumas and slavery and how things, yeah it was instilled in us so but we have to break that we have yeah. to break that cycle we have to break that chain because we're gonna continue if we want to be against each other that's exactly what they want us to do um i tell everybody uh to read the willie lynch letter it's really long it's it's a little bit hard to decipher if it's in the original like 
white southern language but i'm sure you could find like a modern day one and it talks about how to it's basically like how to keep a nigga a slave Mm -hmm. but you can relate it to modern day and kind of like look at it and put it in a in a perspective of like how white people treated slaves and black people in general so that they could stay in the box that they were then and even now so us staying us being against each other and not working with each other is doing exactly what they wanted what they wanted to happen years later and they they tried to make sure that they did it right so that we would carry that on for generations and not just leave it back and, and wanting time. validation from these white people yes like that's not okay and and looking down on our own people and like own black people. men looking down on black women and black women looking, looking down on black men they literally had a map out on how to do that, how to keep a black person small and how to keep a black person in a box. So I think it's important that like we read these things and we see and we start just kind of like putting it in a perspective of like today and, and breaking these cycles. Like mm-hmm. I said, break those chains because we're still like chained, but we have to break them. And if we don't break them, we're going to just keep pass- just going to keep adding our kids and our kids, yeah. kids onto the chain. And it's just going to be a long ass chain that's never broken so like if we want that change front and that change from that chain haha, uh we break it <laughs> but yeah. i think it's important that we do that and, and don't turn your head because it's not happening to you or yeah, hasn't happened yeah. to you that just because it hasn't happened to you does not mean it will not happen to, to you, you yet yeah. does not mean it will not happen to your kids does not mean it won't happen to your mom mm-hmm. does not mean it will not happen to your dad do not turn your head because it's not happening to yeah. you right in your face. That is bull. Like, I've I don't heard someone say, um, I was a kid, he was like 18. It was like, that doesn't have shit to do with me. It's not happening to me. It didn't happen to me. And I was like, and that's, but, it, that'd be the but pro- it can that's the easily be you. It could easily be your father. It could easily be your sister. Like, And it's not even like, oh, it's only happening to men. It's women. Yeah. It's not only Sandra happening because you're outside. It's happening when you're sleeping in your bed in the comfort of your own home. Like, It could easily be you any second, any day. You don't have any don't idea. Know. The fear of the unknown. You don't know whether you're gonna, your life is going to get taken away in five seconds, in ten minutes. You know, It could easily be you. So don't turn your head away. Don't be like, oh... I haven't had any bad encounters with cops or I haven't had any bad encounters with racists, so I don't care. Don't be that person because you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. We're living in a crazy time. Yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. And I think it's just best to be aware of your surroundings at all times. I think it's best to be um, informed, prepared at all times. Yeah. Um, And I just, I don't think I could stress that enough more than I already have. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, these are things that you need to know. Know your your rights. rights. Go away. (laughs) Know your rights. Know your rights. Know them. Study them. Know them. And make sure you even also read in between the lines. Because a lot of the laws and the rights were created for the white man. And if it's confusing, you can ask for help. Ask for help. People can easily suffer that for you. And if you feel like you can't, DM us. We got you. Um, But yeah, these are, come on. Crucial we times, guys. We gotta stick together, work together, stay together. Let's not let this die down, and we are not sticking together, and we all go our own ways. Let's continue to fight. Don't even let this die down. Don't let this go a day without protesting and fighting and doing the things that we have to do. Because the second we stop, is the second they. I was gonna say start, but they're never ending. <laughs> like the second we stop, though, is the second that we lost. It's so, time to change the narrative. Yes. <laughs> Like DJ style, <laughs> like switch it all up, yeah, and come in, you know. Before, like I said before all this, we were kings and queens. It's time to 
I'm ready to go back home. I'm right. I'm ready to go back ready home. I'm ready to go back home. I'm ready to go back home and really switch and the be, whole narrative. Yes. Because this is, you know, this isn't it. This, this isn't is it. not it. And I'm just very, like I said, if you are out taking action, if you are out, you know, making a difference, I appreciate you. We're proud of you. Especially under a time like this, uh, being in a pandemic, things are even more dangerous. So I really do salute everyone who has taken the time to go out or to sign petitions. Very selfless. Um, very selfless. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. We support you. We support We're here you. For you. And we know. We live we to fight it. another day. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for having patience with us. <laughs> and stay well, so safe, guys. Stay safe. stay safe, please. And stay strong and keep fighting.